trying to homeschool my goddamn kids. <laughs> In addition to working. Survive Corona. Chicago, Illinois. Hi, I'm Devin, and I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're best friends! <laughs> we started this weekly podcast to hold each other accountable? Yes, Devin, accountable around health and wellness. Welcome, Welcome to, to Weekly Buddy Time! time. Oh, well, just starting right out there. Yep, yep. I'm pretty excited about my beverage find okay. for tonight. So we went in our long search for toilet paper, which will probably become part of our discussion today. <laughs> um, we went to like, I don't know, a hundred different Aldi stores because someone said that they were getting an influx of toilet paper. So uh, we stopped by there and I've, I've been in one before, but only like a couple times. I, I haven't frequented them. I know they have neat stuff. So Aldi? we decided just to go Aldi? ahead and... Aldi, yeah. You're, okay. Go ahead. Continue. What? I'm just what, surprised. What I'm just surprised that you have never been in an Aldi store. That's all. Well, I think I have just like once or twice, but I, so one, anytime there's a different process, it makes me uncomfortable if I don't know the right process. Like for the longest time, I thought they only took cash. And then, so I was like, or maybe they only took debit cards or something. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay. And then uh, you have, there's no bags and you get to pay to use a buggy. And I'm like, I don't understand. (laughs) So I didn't have anybody to take me and give me a tour. I see. Okay. I (laughs) see. I see. Okay. Continue. Continue. And and I'm also a person that likes to just go grocery shopping at one place. I love to go grocery shopping, but I only want to do it at one place. I don't want to go to like three different places. That's understandable. Yeah. Now I don't like to go to three different places either. And and Aldi kind of is like a one place where you get some stuff and then you got to get the rest of the stuff. So I, so I get you. I, I think, I feel like. So the way that Aldi does stuff with the bu- mm-hmm. with the buggies and the coins and the no bags and all that, I don't know if it was an Aldi that my uh, friend Suzanne shopped at when I went to visit her in Germany, but mm-hmm. it was exact set up exactly the same way. <laughs> oh. Now I don't know because Aldi is like I think it is like literally a German chain. Yeah. I- I think um, so too. So I don't know if like, because we didn't shop anywhere else except for this one store. So I don't yeah. know if like all of the stores in, all the, sh- the grocery stores at least in Germany are set up that way. And so Aldi is set up that way because it's German. Or if <laughs> we were going to an Aldi at the time and I didn't know it. I have no yeah. idea. But either way, I was like, oh, hey, this is just like the place I shopped at in Germany. So, yeah. 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 Anyway. So anyway, we, so we go in there and we look around, we buy a couple of things, but... I bought their wine. I don't know if it's their wine or if it's just wine they had, but it's called Winking Owl. And <laughs> oh. They, yeah, and they had a bunch of different kinds, and it was $2.49. Get out. Can't, all right. I'm going to Aldi. Well, yep, no, I'm not. So I'm not I going anywhere, a, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so I got a sweet red. I've just been in the mood for a sweet red. So I got a sweet red, and then I also got, I think, I don't remember the other one, but it's like a Merlot or, you know, something. Just right. normal wine but um but yeah so i'm pretty excited about my two dollar and 49 cent wine that bottle is of wine freaking awesome that yeah. is uh and, so i'm gonna and it's good that's it's, it's good even better 
<laughs> I mean, maybe my standards are really low. I don't know. It's $2.40. Like, what? Yeah. 49 cents. Sorry. 49 and cents. The extra nine cents um, <laughs> makes all the difference. Really makes, makes the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. damn. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm drinking my, mock, my box wine still. The. <laughs> Pinot Noir, Nighthawk Black, or whatever. Blackhawk Night. Yeah. I don't know. It's something. Yep. <laughs> Blackhawk <Okay>. Down. <laughs> yep. Blackhawk Down. Blackhawk Black Down. Black <laughs> um, either way, that's what, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's what I'm drinking. Yeah. I'm getting a little tired of it because I've. it's all I've been drinking for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I would say so. I would definitely, because you, I think that at least the last three weeks, or this is the third week, I would definitely have to change it up. Yeah, it's getting it's getting to me. I actually, um, we have a click list order tomorrow morning. Thomas is going to retrieve. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, when he retrieves it, there should be, if God willing, um, some cranberry juice. And Thomas stocked up on vodka. So I think that vodka and cranberry juice may become my next go-to Ooh. drink for a while. Um, yeah. Try to change it up a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But for now, yeah, same cool. old boring wine. Yeah. Well, they last like six weeks. You could, just because it's open, you could still change it up a little. I know. I know. But I would have to then, I only have, I have exactly six bottles. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. In my, uh, in my wine cellar. And it's not very easy to go out and get wine right now. So it's just No, like, it is not. Well, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the flow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Yeah. But it's all right. It probably just means I'll drink a little bit less, which is probably not the worst thing that ever happened to me. All right. Right. <sighs> so, um, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. The first of the week, I got a little. Uh, it was a little rough, and I don't know. I think it was a combination of things. I think it was a. A uh, combination of getting stir crazy, combination of work has been crazy with all this stuff happening, and um, so part of it was well, I, I guess I, yeah, I guess I can go ahead. Well, do you want me to go into a long story or short story? I guess you <laughs> the long version or short version. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go into. Yeah. I mean, what this is what this is all about. Okay. Well, I, I'll go ahead and tell you my long story then. Okay. And it was that, so um, at one point during the week, I was just feeling really overwhelmed, both work and then at home, because like usually I'm a very organized person and I'm very um, organized, but also um, prioritized. I pri- prioritize everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so typically I'm, I have a very good visual of, or a very good idea of what my tasks are, and I'm just constantly prioritizing those. So when a lot comes at me really fast, and if I don't keep to my system and I just let tasks go everywhere and I don't really know what I have going on, then I spend a lot of time uh, fretting over if I'm doing the most productive thing at that moment. Right. So I'll start something and then I'll be like, wait, no, what if I should really be doing something else? And then I'll go, (laughs) I'll stop that and go do something else. And it's like dumb because then I'm not accomplishing anything. So... Yeah, I was having that problem both, I guess, I, well, I was mostly having it at work, but it was then carrying over into my personal life. And so one night, I just like, I just caught myself just, I just, I just, I just put my headphones in. I didn't talk or do anything. I just cranked up the music and would just, I started cooking dinner. And then I just started doing whatever I wanted at that moment. It didn't matter if it was the most important thing or if it was something that I even needed to do. It was, if I wanted to do it, I just did it. Right. And I caught myself doing that. And I was like, oh, oh, 
oh, but is this the is this is this the thing that I'm supposed to be doing right now? And, and then and then I was like, Stacy, no, for this one night, I'm just gonna let myself do whatever I want to do. And it was so nice, and it was really the turning point for me for the week. I think. Oh, good. That gave me the mental break to kind of regroup the next day and to get organized and reprioritize. And I actually made a lot of good progress on your pincushion. Oh, yay! Yeah, because one because one of the things that I just wanted to do, but I'd been putting off because I was like, you know, oh, I, I need to go do this or do that. Um, I was like, oh, I'll just go cut out the pieces that I need. Um, and because that's just kind of measuring and cutting, not really a lot of thinking. And so, but then I started doing that and then I got done and I still had like two hours before I needed to go to bed. And I was like, Okay, well, I'll just go ahead and start sewing them together and I'll go ahead and start doing, you know, like, and so I was able to make progress on the things that I really wanted to, you know, and so it was, it was nice. It was a good turning point during the week. So I am in a much better mood uh, now. And also (laughs) one night, I think it was, it wasn't last night, it was night before, but uh, me and James, we were, um, we just, you know, was drinking at dinner or had a drink with dinner and then just kept drinking a little bit. Yeah. And the next thing you know, I think we were more drunk than we thought we were. And then we started rewatching Justified. <laughs> oh, and it was such an amazing show. And it Justifi- was so funny. Justified is awesome. Yes. And we would uh, like we would play for five minutes. We'd pause it. And then we would just like f- uh, talk about how great the show is and all the different like <laughs> plot points within the show. That's and awesome. Then we, it, We'd hit play and then we'd pause it again, and it was just one of the best nights. So you've it watched it. Like, you've watched it before, right? Yes, just we watched that? it before, okay. and so now we're rewatching. Right. And like a character shows up, and we'd pause it. And we'd be like, "Oh, I love this character, and remember when they did this, and remember when they did that, <laughs> and blah, blah blah blah." And this is so deep, and look at all these connections they're making, you know. Yeah. And it was just like everything yeah. old is new again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I think that was when our cabin fever um, tipped. The yeah. Tipping point. Yeah. So how about you? That's good. That it's it's funny because I think we have very different experiences, but I feel like the trajectory, the overall trajectory of our week was very similar because I started out um, like what was it Monday? I guess it was the day Monday was when we did our wrestling D and D game, right? Yes. Yeah. So like that night, and I think I may have mentioned something about that on, on our game during our game. I like was so completely depressed and overwhelmed and just like, oh my God, that it was like hard Mm -hmm. for me to make myself get up and go to play. Um, And it was like, so the week started out really, really hard. Um, My husband has not been in the best place or was not in the best place at the very beginning of the week Mm -hmm. from a mental and emotional standpoint. Um, Mm -hmm. And I wasn't in the best place. And the kids weren't in the best place. Oh, no. Yeah. It was just like, you know, and I felt very much like, you know, I needed to be there for Thomas to support him because he's always there for me to support me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I needed to be there for the littles because this is a very strange, crazy world right now. And they can't Mm -hmm. go back to school and they miss their friends and everything's different. And mom is in the house but ignores them for four hours out of the day. (laughs) it's like yeah you know it's like all this stuff is very hard for them well yeah and they say like usually with the different generations something big happens that shapes their generation right and this will probably be the thing that when they're it happens during their like 
learning years or whatever and uh, what is it called formative uh, formative years formative yes, yeah formative yeah years. so they're formative years so this will be what i don't know what it'll mean but right this will be their thing that no absolutely maybe they'll be like loners that are like <laughs> nobody want to leave the house yeah um, I don't know. i'll be hermits i guess uh, yeah but it's just so crazy so you know that's so they were struggling because um, they were supposed to start back to school on Monday because spring break was over. And of course, they yeah. weren't. And then it was like, oh, this is real. Also, <laughs> we're stuck at home for who knows how long. Yeah. Uh, and the school is closed for who knows how long. So it was just very um, uncertain for them. And then Ashlyn is home with us. And she, mm-hmm. um, we kind of, I mean, we didn't bring her here against her will, but um, her roommate was going home to their family of origin to mm-hmm. kind of weather the storm and um their family of origin yes yeah, kind of a funny way to say that <laughs> uh, and so uh ashlyn was like well i mean you know i didn't want her to be in an in an apartment by herself during all this because yeah. it's scary so yeah. i brought her home and um you know and so she was dealing with and, and she was isolated because we were uh, wanting to make sure she didn't have you know the virus or yeah. whatever before we brought her into you know our little our little area our little quarantined home yeah so she had to stay by herself in the basement which is not that different honestly <laughs> That's from what I say. It's like regular life for her but because yeah. she was confined she felt very like you know isolated and alone and of course everything's different so so i was like i was taking care of so many people and it was just really hard um and so uh and so then at the finally it like i I, it it really got to me at the beginning of the week but um you know the sun finally came out it's been rain it's been raining for weeks here so we've had really good weather the last few days um i finally got a routine together i like because last week was really crazy and like you like everything was all over the place and it was very hard to like this is this is what I'm doing now and this is what I'm doing now, um, mm-hmm. but I was able to kind of uh, set some boundaries because I knew I was really going to have to start homeschooling Kess for yeah. you know a certain amount of the day, and so because of that I was like, okay, you know, look, I can work in the mornings, y'all, and I can maybe do things in the afternoon if they're absolutely necessary, but like I can't just work all day. I can't like I have. Yeah to take care of my kids. Um, Mm -hmm. So I put that in play and I let everybody know. um, And everybody was very understanding about that. So that was good. Um, And so then doing that allowed me to like, okay, this is like get into a routine where I had like very specific parts of the day when I was doing specific things. And, um, And that helped too. So yeah, by the end of the week, I was definitely in a much better place. Probably the best day was Wednesday, maybe, because um, uh, it was like the first day that it was like nice enough to go outside, and so mm-hmm. we went outside and we went on a big, you know, treasure hunt for all the things that started with the letter G, and we walked all the way down to the pond and back up. Oh and, yeah, you know, and took all kinds of pictures, and so it was a lot of fun. So um, yeah, uh, so that was like my turning point too. It sounds like it was about the same time as your turning point. <laughs> yeah. So completely oh. different experiences, but uh, but similar in that, you know, our our attitudes got changed, got moved around. Yeah. Oh, and I would say the sun probably helped too because I, um, 
it, I think it was Wednesday. It was really sunny and like 55 or something, maybe 50, 55. And so on my lunch break, I went for a run. And it was, it felt weird because I'm not, you know, like. Yeah. Leaving the house at, um, during work hours. But, um, <laughs> because when I'm working from home, I feel like I have to be in front of the computer at all times. You know, because right, there's right. this misconception that if you're working from home, you're not working. So, yes. um. I was like, no, I mean, I have an hour. It's my lunch break. So I was like, I'm going to go run. It only takes me 30 minutes. So, um, yeah. And I think that was, that definitely helped too. So, right. um, yeah, just get outside. Yeah. We spent a lot, we spent a lot out, a lot of side time, wait, a lot of time outside, (laughs) uh, the last couple of days. And that has really, really helped. Today was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was like close to 80 degrees out here. And so oh. we just like lived outside to, all day today. It was really nice. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah. So that was um, so that was good. So I'm getting a lot of outside time, which is awesome because yeah. I mean normally I don't get to. I mean the kids get a lot of outside time at school, um, but I'm usually cooped up in the office all day. So it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's upside, I guess. Yeah. Um, sure. But it's interesting what you're t- saying about like w- at work feeling the need to like. Be at work and be productive and not leave your desk like that has been something that I think everyone on my team from work mm-hmm. is feeling and um, and like despite the fact that we have like all of this literature and these memos that are coming out from like, yeah. you know the leaders that are like get up get out get active don't sit at your desk all day you know take yeah. breaks blah 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 it's just hard because you really do feel like you know, people can't tell that you're working if you're not right. physically there. So you've obviously got to be like, you've got to respond to that email as soon as it drops in your inbox. And yes, you know, exactly. Oh, oh man. And it is. So I get it. I completely get it. Yeah. Um, but it is important to remember that, you know, if you're at work, you are getting up, you are walking yeah. around, you're like going over to someone else's desk and chatting for a few minutes. Like you're right. not working straight through from, you know, eight o'clock in the morning to five in the evening. Um, yeah. you are, you know, you go to the restroom. If you're like me, you read your iPhone in the restroom for like 30 minutes and hope nobody notices. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, exactly. You do have time that's built in to your day when you're physically at work. And so don't forget that when you're at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, what yeah. else? What other I, thoughts did you have? Oh, so I, um, so some of the other things that I jotted down for this was that, um, Oh, so I always thought that I would want to work from home, you know, and like James usually works from home and he, you know, so I've always been jealous of that. Right, right. But, um, <laughs> so, but this has been a learning experience because one, um, the dogs are, I mean, I love dogs. You know, I love dogs, <laughs> but they are about to drive me nuts. That's why now, I just you know what see. it's like to have kids. <laughs> I know. And I don't know if I could do kids here, you know, but like I'll be on a conference call and they'll start barking or every 30 minutes, the little one comes over and like just wants attention and, you know, <laughs> yep. and it's just like, I just need to work. Leave me alone. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was part of it. And then, um, 
the fir- oh yeah and also um i guess I, I didn't realize a lot of this pertained to work but the other thing i had a hard time with was not only trying to always be in front of the computer so there wasn't a perception that i was slacking but drawing the line of stopping work right so, yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah, usually I, so at work, I have a laptop, but um, unless there's just something important going on, I don't typically bring it home. Right, and maybe same. winter or whatever, yeah. And so I usually, I work until I, I'm good enough for the day, and then I leave, and I walk yep. away from that. Yep. And one night, I can't, I think it might have been end of last week, so I might have mentioned it on the last episode, but like I ended up working until 9.30 at night. Yeah. Because there was something crazy happening, so I probably would have just stayed at the office, but still, I don't know, and if it was just because it's here, like I'll just stop by and check my email, you know, just while I'm walking through the living room or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, I had to kind of draw that line that I could still work over, but when I decided I was done, then I had to step away and not keep checking my work computer. Right. Um, the other thing was uh, the first day or two, I just kind of rolled out of bed and walked over to the um, computer. But And I've always heard that when you work from home that you should still do your morning routine. Yes. And that is so true. Yep. So, um, yeah. So I had to start getting up, taking a shower, washing my face, you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, even though I wasn't leaving the house and I had to change clothes, I couldn't stay in my jammies, you know? Right. Um, and it made a huge difference because the first yes. day I was just like, you know, I was just still comfy in my PJs and just wanted to fall asleep, you know? Right, right. Uh, so that was something that I learned. And then, um, let's see, I was checking my notes here. But that was, yeah. A, so I had to do that too, like, especially because there's some days, like, especially if Kai wakes up in the middle of the night or whatever. You know, yeah. I just want to sleep until, like, I literally have to get up and log on to my computer. But I'm a lot less productive if I don't get up earlier yeah. <laughs> and take a quick shower. Like, I mean, I still save a lot of time because, uh, un- yeah. unlike you, I wear makeup every <laughs> single day. Um, right, yeah, which and- is why I don't wear makeup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I can yeah. sleep longer. And I don't have to, like, do my hair. You know, like, I don't have to wash my hair. Mm-hmm. Like, all I have to do is, like, take a quick shower and throw yeah. on some clothes. Like, I don't have to get... Yeah. It only takes me maybe 20 or 30 minutes now where it usually takes me an hour. Um, mm-hmm. But if I don't do that, it like totally messes me up for the yeah. rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think um, another thing too was, so typically either Saturday or Sunday, uh, James and I will have just like a lazy day where we don't get out of our pajamas. We barely get off the couch and we don't, we just don't plan anything for that day. Right. Um, but now even though i thought like i was fine with that um now even though i'm working i guess i don't feel productive because i'm not like leaving the house and right something right so um that was i think that was part of my um part of my problem earlier in the week was i felt i felt like i was just being lazy and sluggish even though i I was accomplishing the same as i would have been if i would have left the house right yeah yeah so um and then the other thing was um I started getting some serious anxiety about some toilet paper. So oh, when, no. this, <laughs> yeah. when all this started, I, um, I didn't hoard toilet paper. We had, I don't know how many rolls, but we had a decent amount. And I was like, I think I went to the grocery store when all this first started breaking 
and um, they had a, it was already starting to get thin, but they had some toilet paper. So I just grabbed like a six pack, and I right, was like, right. "This will be good enough." There's only two of us, and we've got some. It'll be good enough. So I didn't think about it, and I thought, "Oh, after two weeks." You know, the stock, the short <laughs> things will get back will together, back to normal. Yeah. yeah, well, I thought at least the toilet paper supply chain would, but no. And so, like, I have been for the last like three days, I have been seriously having some anxiety. I have been checking Amazon, Walmart, Target, Costco, everything online. We were going, uh, sometimes James would go out for lunch or um, we would go out after work and drive around to like th- three, four, five places trying to find some toilet paper. Uh-huh. And we couldn't ever find any. And I was just like, I mean, don't get me wrong. We still have like, I don't know, seven rolls. And again, there's only two of us and we have a bidet. So we probably use less than <laughs> most people. But I was just like, oh my God, this, we're never going to find any toilet paper. <laughs> Uh, but today um i found some online and james found another six pack when he went out for lunch so i feel i feel good again i find good yay yeah yeah Yeah. so what were your thoughts and then we can circle up with some ideas of what some ideas that we have for improvement yeah no that sounds good um i mean i had a lot of the same thought i think i interjected with a lot of that with the with the work from home um Mm -hmm. i would say um to kind of add into that with stuff with kids. Cause I know that you don't yeah. have kids and, and that's something that some of our listeners may also be struggling with is that it's yeah. just so important to make sure that they have a routine and I'm not the best at it, especially when I'm trying to work. Um, yeah. I tend to be really bad about just like, Oh, you guys want to watch this movie 500 times or you want to watch your <laughs> iPads or, you know, you want to, uh, yeah. you know, so I tend to let them do a lot of passive entertainment if that's what they want to do in the morning. Now there's some mornings when they're like, they wake up, they're energetic, um, and they just want to play together and they will like play together nicely for hours and that's wow. fine. Um, yeah. But then there's other days where either they're fighting like cats and dogs or, um, you know, they just really want to just veg out on some iPads. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They uh, they did both start playing Animal Crossing and they would play it together. Um, so that was pretty cool um, because it's at least a little bit more interactive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's um, it is a, it is a challenge. It is challenging to be able to do work and accomplish things that you need to do. The hardest things, like honestly, you know, like doing work and whatever is not so bad because um, unless I'm like on a, oh shit, this needs to get done like in the next five minutes type of deadline, um, usually you can walk away from something for a couple of minutes. So like if the kids need something or if they need me to go to them or, you know, I need to take a quick play break and like play, do a sword fight with them or whatever I can. But yeah. my problem is that my uh, work is very contingent on meetings. Like I have a, oh, yeah. a live meeting every single day almost. And yeah. um, and it's good because it helps with the communication. It also, another thing that I've discovered through all this is just how much of an extrovert I really am. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> oh yeah for sure <laughs> it's for really sure. funny because i've always been like oh i'm such an introvert i just want to sit home and read but you know and we'd always have these conversations about how i would schedule and re- double schedule and double book and like i always had something going on and we always had this assumption 
that, oh, Devin just doesn't know how to say no. Well, it turns right. out I just really <laughs> want to schedule things all the time. Like I am yeah. so desperate for interaction right now that I schedule, I have scheduled some type of virtual meeting or discussion or game or something <laughs> almost every single night. Last night was the only night that I had free uh, where Thomas and I could just hang out and watch TV. Like the rest of the time, it's like, <laughs> I'm doing parenting circle at church or we get a book club meeting or we're playing Dungeons and Dragons or like yeah. something is happening all the time because I just, I, I just can't handle it. I, don't, I didn't realize that I was like, this was such a big deal for me. Um, yeah. But apparently I'm an extra. So like literally I was one of the first people who started like putting my camera on all the time for the meetings because I was just oh, like, yeah. people turn your cameras on because I need to see faces. Like, I'm dying over here. Yeah. Um, so having a meeting, like a lot of people are annoyed by meetings, but I actually like them because I like to have that interaction with people. Yeah. Um, and I also like the communication that it, that it fosters. Um, yeah. but that's really hard to do when you have two small children that want your attention. And as soon as they see that you're on a meeting, that is when they want your attention the most. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yes. Like, oh, mommy's on a meeting. Well, I'm going to come over here and talk really loud and start screaming and fighting with people and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, oh, oh no, please stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but the good news is, and this is, I guess, goes into advice or whatever is like. You know, everybody's in the same boat, you know, like mm -hmm. there are tons of people who have kids or dogs or, you know, husbands or whatever. Like nobody is working in their preferred state right now. It's not like <laughs> right. I asked to work from home and to look yeah. after my kids at the same time. And, you yeah. know, like everybody is doing this. And mm -hmm. um, so people are going to be patient with you. And um you know, you don't have to feel like a failure or apologetic or whatever. Like, you know, obviously, you know, be courteous and mute your phone if your kids are being loud. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, but also understand that people are going to work with you during this particular period of time. As long as yeah. you're able to still produce things that are useful um, for whatever your company is in a way that is helpful. Like, that's really the only thing that anyone really cares about and I was very like mindful because I was I had stepped up how many hours I was working a week so yeah. I was working like 32 35 hours a week almost full time mm -hmm. again and as soon as this happened and I realized I was going to be stuck home with the kids for yeah. who knows how long I was like you know let's um 20 hours sounds better <laughs> let's go back <laughs> let's go to back. 20 hours because mm -hmm. I don't think I can actually do that <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, and be a decent parent or see my husband. Like I would have to, we would have to, I would have to work when he was with the kid. You know, like we would have to yeah. do something crazy. Trade off. And I just didn't mm -hmm. want to do that. So. Um, right. So be aware of what you can do as well, I think has been another yeah. big thing for me. Um, another thought is just that survival mode is okay. Like it's very especially since we've been kind of seeped in this world of, you know, social media and Pinterest where everyone's a perfect parent. Everybody does everything perfectly all the time. Um, life is not going to be perfect right now. It's going to be messy and hard and you're going to screw up and you're going to yell at people and you're going to get short tempered and you're, you're not going to make the best decisions all the time. But you know what? We are in survival mode as a nation, right? 
Um, yes. We are all in this together. We're all doing the best we can to just get by day by day. Um, so be gentle with yourself and, and try not to, um, you know, like give yourself too hard of a time when you slip up or make mistakes and then extend that kindness and gentleness to other people whenever they are doing the same, because everyone's trying to do the best that they can. And, uh, that's something that I have to do with my kids because sometimes they will start to, get really whiny or cranky or, you know, I mean, sometimes Kes, as we've talked about before, can just get downright mean. Um, But now I can, like, I understand her psychology a little bit better. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, she's just really struggling with, like, all of this. And, you know, so this is, she doesn't know what to do with all these big emotions. And so she's just lashing out. And so being able to turn that kindness to yourself and then to the other people in your life, I think is is really important too. Um, And then a final thought, which is really relevant just to to me personally, um, is that the company that I consult for and have previously been a full-time employee for for like over a decade now, um, is a large company and it's been around for a really long time, but the founder of the company actually sent a voicemail to everybody yesterday that was that like literally made everybody cry because <laughs> so, he's like this 87 88 89 i don't know he's like he's old um and you know he's he's lived a very long life and he built this company up from nothing and mm-hmm. uh so he just like listed all of these things that the company had survived and was just like you know we got through that we got through that we'll get through this too we don't know how long it's gonna last but you know we'll come out on the other side of it a better company and Um, and then he was like, you know, he like, uh, compared it to when he was a kid and his dad went off to world war two and he asked his mom when his dad was going to come back and his mom couldn't tell him. I was like, "Ah." oh, wow. But it was just like, it was just so thoughtful and comforting. Um, so for, for leaders out there, like be, be a little humble, be, vulnerable and let people know that you care because right now we we need to hear that (laughs) so that was um that was a really major really cool thing that happened this week so i thought that was that was awesome yeah that sounds really nice the um that was nice of him to send that out to everybody and kind of encourage everybody to um you know through this hard time um uh so uh, I had kind of put together maybe some ideas, things that helped me throughout the week okay. that I thought I would give as tips. Yes, um, yes. I have, you yeah. know, like a couple. Well, a maybe, couple more. Maybe, well, maybe you, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been, you've been sprinkling them in. You That's, know, true. So. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Um, so definitely go outside, especially if it's yes. sunny, um, and walk. Because that's another thing I did one day. Um it had been rainy that day, but we got like this like rare hour of sunshine, like right at sunset, like it was like 6 p.m. or something. And, uh, you know, I've been listening to an audiobook, um, And so I just was like, I'm just going for a walk. Like I'm no exercise, really just going for a walk. Um, and so that was really nice to soak in the sun and go for that walk. Yes. Um, and then, as I already mentioned, uh, keep your normal get ready routine in the morning. Right, right. Um, Exercise regularly, even if you don't feel like it. Um, and you don't have to do anything difficult, but even just doing some stretching, some yoga, right. some body weight workouts, you know, that just kind of helps those endorphins. You know, if anyone wants to go back to, what was it, episode 68, 
or 67 where we interviewed Erin Hall. Um, That's right. It's a great, great example. And actually, she's released a couple of videos recently that are geared towards families. So me and the kids did the animal parade one. And Mm -hmm. um, it was a workout for me. And I got really tired and didn't want to do it anymore. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But the kids uh, kept wanting to go with it. And Mm -hmm. they kept playing it over and over and over again. And then they kept they wanted to add more animals because like you get (laughs) four animals you can be. And so then they kept adding different animals to be. Mm -hmm. And they, they played it for probably two hours that day and then they kept up all the materials and played it like the next day and the next day so like it became their favorite thing um so that's yeah so definitely exercising is is good i need to get a routine um yeah for that but yes yeah um the other thing was open the blinds and or curtains during the day even if it's a gloomy day just have just being able to see outside because i think you'll drive yourself crazy if you just look at the same four walls all yes time. yes and so <laughs> this week was pretty cloudy and rainy but it still helped to just open the blinds in the morning um yes yes so uh journaling um that that's always a good thing um we i recently watched I'm a, i've always been a fan of journaling anyway but um I watched the that Wheezy Waiter that we've talked about on here mm-hmm, before, mm-hmm. YouTube guy, and he just did one where he journaled for 30 days, and uh, he he loved it. He, like he thought it was the best thing ever, and so that's um, awesome. I, yeah, I started to journal again, and I think that helped. Um, other thing, something else I'd heard of is the try anything for 10 minute rule, and it's one of those where if like you're feeling down or unmotivated, the rule is just try something for 10 minutes. Like anybody can commit to 10 minutes. And so um, that's one of those things where, okay, so you don't feel like, um, you know, you don't feel like reading a book, but at least just sit down and read it for 10 minutes and then see how you feel. And usually once you get going on something, you keep going with it. So that was something when you're feeling unmotivated. really reduce social media because as we know as we've talked about for me that's a bunch of just brain rot and then also um at least on facebook i think people tend to have a more negative spin on things versus instagram doesn't seem as bad but um so just avoiding that is is just better for you (laughs) right Um, and i think that i mean you got to be careful i i am fortunate in the fact that most of the people that i follow or at least the people that i still watch to Mm -hmm. (laughs) still show up in my feed are um are people who are overall like they have very positive attitudes and you know they're all trying to support each other um social media has been a godsend in a lot of ways like um you know there's a facebook group for the parents of the kids that you know for the classroom that kess is in so every day you know we the teachers post stuff for us to do we post pictures of our kids doing the stuff that the teachers told us to do um, yeah. And we get to see other, the kids, we can show the kids, hey, look, your friends are doing this. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's very, I think it's very, it's a, it's a way for everyone to feel connected, even though we're not connected right now. Um, yeah. But and I think that's a... It, church, oh, church has just been the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, like they do their, um, they do the service now over Facebook Live. Um, mm-hmm. And they do uh, like all these different like, church activities so you have like a check-in or you have a parenting circle or you'll have you know like a reflection room meditation activity and these are all 
like live Zoom meetings you can drop in and talk to each other and like have that connection time as well. Um, yeah. So there's a lot to be like, absolutely, you got to be careful about just like being passive and not truly interacting. But, you know, don't, I think it's okay if you, if you are like me and you're finding yourself using it more in a way that is constructive, um, like just make sure that you're mindful of the way you're using social media, I guess. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even consider that social media in the true sense. That's just a tool. That's just the tool that they're using. That's no different than using WebEx or using Microsoft right. Teams. That's just a tool for them to get a group together. Right. So when I when I say social media, I mean just the news feed of scrolling mindlessly through your news feed. Right. You know, looking at that. That's that's what I mean more by social media. Yeah. 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 Um and then the other thing was keep your house tidy because the first day, um, or this was, I guess, end of last week, I, um, when I first started working from home and we got, we had a bunch of stuff come from Amazon and like, um, I had to like hurry up, grab the box and I would just like throw it in the dining room and then get back to work. And so like by the end of the day, my house, it looked like a bomb had gone off because there was boxes everywhere. <laughs> there was like packaging material everywhere. There was the stuff that I ordered because it was a bunch of clothes. There was a bunch of like clothes just stro- strewn everywhere. Um, you know, and then the kitchen was a mess because we were trying to eat real quick and then get back to work. You know, like it was just like, right. we did not manage ourselves that day. And so the place just was like, you couldn't find a surface to put your phone on, you know, like... <laughs> It was so, rough, and so what is your what is your um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for your your technique for receiving packages right now? Because both Thomas and my in laws have a very elaborate um, <laughs> decontamination yeah, period. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I I uh, <laughs> so I 100% don't. Um, I guess care about germs in a in a general sense. I don't care about germs as much as most people, and so right. I'm I'm probably not taking this as seriously as I should be. Like I'm not gonna go hug somebody or right, you know, right, uh, you know, whatever. But um, we when we went to Aldi and we got some we got some cookies, and in the car I was like, I just want to eat these cookies. And James is like, Absolutely not! You cannot <laughs> right, go in a store, right. touch a bunch of stuff, and then pick up a cookie and eat it. And I'm like, But it's a cookie, you know. <laughs> So, yeah, I I don't even, I just take Thomas the box, is listening to it. this episode right now and is, like, breaking out in hives <laughs> that, you just, yeah. just, that you just even suggested that was an option. <laughs> um, so let me just give you an idea. So this is what, this is how it works at our house now. So we oh get, gosh. we get, <laughs> we get a package from Amazon or UPS. Um, if it is safe to do so, if it's not a perishable item, uh, it gets set out in the sunlight for the day. That's the first step. Oh, my God. Um, after that, it is moved into um, a specific holding area, usually the garage, and it is left there for two to three days. At that point, <laughs> wow. it is brought in. It is spritzed with um, sanitizing uh, spray, wiped uh-huh. down. Uh, it's opened. Whatever the items are inside are then spritzed and wiped down. Um, and then if it's like, you know, extra toilet paper or extra, uh, Cheez-Its or something that doesn't have to go up into the cabinet right away, it gets put into the storage unit 
where then it just stays for hopefully a week or so. And then at that point, it is able to move upstairs and join the family. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah, that's what's funny. So I was like stressing out over keeping the car clean, you know, not from a germ standpoint, but just from yeah dirt and stuff and uh so i was like oh i gotta get the vacuum there's the floor is a little dirty and james is like you care so much about a piece of dirt in your car but you'll like lick a bag that you just got from somebody and i'm like yeah because <laughs> i can't see that germs those germs <laughs> don't lick the bag stacy <laughs> don't lick uh, the bag yeah i know it's bad <laughs> uh. But uh, I understand because under under normal circumstances, I'm kind of the same. Yeah. Um, the fact that I am so one of the this is just a really gross thing about me. Um, <laughs> I am really bad about putting my hands in my mouth. Um, okay. Like especially if I'm like eating something and I get stuff on my hands. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm in a situation where I don't have to worry too much about my manners, like at yeah. home or by myself. Like, I will totally lick shit off my hand. Um, yeah. <laughs> I Now I am so paranoid that I have, like, broken myself of that bad habit. Oh, wow. <laughs> because uh, I just will not lick stuff off my hand. Like, nope, yeah. that's just, uh, that's too, uh, nope, I'm just going to go wash my hands now. <laughs> I did see this thing on Facebook where it was like, um, you know, people are like, oh, gloves and sanitizer wipes. And then it said, kids be like. And it was a kid, like, licking a hand railing. Yes. While they yep. were, like, waiting at the bus station or something. Yep. I was like, oh, yep. okay, no, that's, mm-mm, nope. <laughs> like, I wasn't even going to necessarily tell the kids about coronavirus. Like, I was, I mean, I wasn't going to, like, I don't know what I was going to, but, I, like, initially I was not, like, oh, yeah, there's a coronavirus, but we were yeah. so adamant about them washing their hands, and they were giving us such a hard time about it that, yeah. like, we had to explain to them, hey, and this is before they shut everything down. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. we were going to have to do that anyway, but we were like, look, it's really important that you wash your hands because there's this germ out there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> they don't care. They do not no. care. <laughs> um. All right. The last tip that I had was just make sure you practice um, self-care. Um, like one night I took the time to take a bubble bath and paint my fingernails. And Aww. yeah, it was just like a really nice, you know, to still kind of treat yourself after all this is happening. So that's a really good idea. Um, it's really interesting because I have a lot of friends who don't have children um, and I don't think are married um who talk about all this extra time that they have now (laughs) and so they're like finding things to do with their extra time um and i'm like i don't know (laughs) i have i don't have this is not a shared experience i do not have (laughs) any extra time um i am still using all of my time (laughs) so yeah um, that's true. But eventually, hopefully, I'll be able to carve out some of that time for self care, and it'll be an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah, it will be. See, I didn't say all these were obtainable. I just said they were ideas. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. No, I like mm-hmm. it. I, I do like. I like the idea, and I did think I did take a bath one night, but I don't. Remember. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, usually, I shower in the morning. Um, yeah. uh, I like all of those ideas. I have a couple of small additions. Uh, I think that one of the things that helped me a lot was reading and paying attention to the news less. 
Like, yes, um, I was really bad. Well, I think we I think maybe even on an earlier episode, I was talking about how like all I did for a week was read stuff and listen to stuff about the coronavirus. And I was like so freaked out, Um, like before everything closed down and (laughs) it became so dire. Um, Yeah. And like. I stayed in that mode, like, and I still, like, I will still check the news once a day. Um, but there for a while, I would check it in the morning and I would like, I would read all the major news and read all the local news. And then I would listen to NPR. Um, and then I, you know, the day they released the additional, um, COVID-19 cases in Tennessee at like exactly three o'clock. And so on the health department site, and so I would always go there right after, like right at three o'clock, I would refresh, refresh until the numbers oh went up and I could see how many cases were oh! in the state. Um, yeah. And mostly I was waiting for, because for a while Knox County didn't have any or it only had one. And so mm-hmm. I was like waiting to see if that was going to um, get worse. And of course now it has, we have 30 in Knox County. Um, but then we, then I would in the afternoon listen to NPR again Um and check all my websites again. And so I was like, I was just like really overloaded with a lot of news information. Um, yeah. And I decided about the time that I had my mental health break that I was like, I can't keep doing this to myself. And what am I going to do differently at this point? Like it made a little bit more sense when I was reading it, like when I was still at work. Um, and I was worried about whether I should be coming into work and I was, you know, trying to figure out at what point did I need to start quarantining myself and, you know, stuff like that. Um, but now like we're basically under lockdown and we're only going to like get click list pickups like every two weeks from the grocery store. Um, we're not going anywhere. (laughs) It does not matter how bad, I mean, it does matter, but we don't have, I don't have to like stay on top of it. There's nothing that I'm going to be doing any differently in my life, um, you know, until things get better. And I'll obviously know when that happens. So, yeah. um, Yeah. So I've stopped. I I will now check everything once a day. Um, And then that's, that's it. (laughs) And I just try not to go down any rabbit holes in the process of that. So, um, Yeah. yeah. Were you going to add on to that or? Yeah, I just, uh, I totally agree with that. I think I probably stay out of the news too much. Um, I rely, I probably rely more on uh, James to give me just the highlights, you know? Right, Um, right. Because, yeah, because not only is it always dramatized, but then it's, there's a whole bunch of like misinformation, you know, because there's all, and of course there's all this battle of you know oh trump's underplaying it or and then there's like no he's not and we're all gonna die and or whatever you know no no yeah he's underplaying it he screwed us all and then there's this other one that's like no it's just a hoax and it's just like i just lose faith in humanity when i watch the news yeah, um, yeah. and so i'm like just tell me when i can leave my house again that's all i want to know i don't <laughs> want any other commentary <laughs> yeah it's um it is a it, it's hard to get yeah and I'm not going to go into a whole lot of politics because I, I definitely have very strong opinions about certain things and certain people, but, um, yeah, it's very, it, it's just depressing. It's just depressing too, just to like, yeah, yeah. Watch it yeah, <laughs> so, for many reasons, but, yes. um, yeah, I, uh, anyway, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah just, this uh, is not a political podcast. Yeah, just don't um, don't watch the news. Just uh, right. Just do don't. something else. Read and read an uplifting book or watch an uplifting show. Yeah. It's just my other suggestion. Like there's so much stuff out there um, that is, uh, you know, depressing, and you don't want to add. <laughs> to mm-hmm. to like some one of my friends was like I'm I just started re- re- rereading the stand for the first time in years I was like why in the world would you reread the stand right yeah, now that I is know. a bad choice that's like reading um, Cormac McCarthy's The Road like there are certain things you do not want to read or watch right now anything yeah. about a you know plague that like kills everybody not a good thing to read or listen to right now <laughs> like no. yeah no. Um, so I, uh, made a suggestion of a book that I've started to read for our book club, actually, and it's called The Book of Delights by Ross Gay, and, um, it's, it's pretty fun, because it's just, like, this guy who started writing an essay every day about something that he found delight in, um, over the course of a year, and so it's, he's very highly poetic, and so he's, like, He'll get super excited about like dandelions pushing through, you know, <laughs> the crack in the sidewalk um, and have like a long poetic thing about that. And uh, I think that in times of darkness, it's something that kind of helps you get on the right track. Um, I have not watched the Great British Bake Off or whatever that yeah, was, um, yeah. but I hear that that's very similarly, very uplifting. Um, mm-hmm. okay. So, you know, look for things that will make you feel good because yeah. we, we need things to make make ourselves feel good right now um and then another final suggestion i have is to to really take advantage of the fact that we do have all these tools and be social virtually like you don't have to be in a silo and you don't have to be by yourself you don't have to be in isolation um there are ways to there there are things called watch parties and you can do it on Facebook Live, or I think there's some other software that you can use where you can like literally watch movies with a group of people and chat with each other while you do it. Um, yeah. There's, we're going to do a game night, I think, right? Tomorrow night. Um, yes, I think where so. We're going to all get together on, in some way. I don't really know how it's going to work yet because we haven't done it yet, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but play games online as a, you know, I mean, not necessarily online games, but just play games as a large group of people and old friends who can hang yeah. out and um, do something fun together. And, um, you know, we had book club meetings where we were chatting and talking about books. Um, there's just a, and we, Dungeons and Dragons is a great thing to do if, mm-hmm. if you're geeky and that's your thing um, to do online because so much of that is just words in your imagination anyway. So yeah, um, it really lends itself to that medium really well. Um but just take advantage of that because there's a lot to be said. You know, it's not the same. And I'm not going to tell you, lie to you and tell you that it's exactly the same. And you'll be like, oh, yes, I feel so connected to people. Like, you're still going to feel a little disconnected. But it's a lot better to make those connections as best you can under the circumstances um, and still be able to enrich your, your social life. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid of technology. Nobody's going to be mad at you if you can't figure it out or if you like struggle with it. Everyone's here to help you. And there's a lot yeah. of lot of software that's out there that's that's good to use. Yeah. So that's what I got. <laughs> Those are ideas right. I have. In addition oh. to the ones that you had. Yeah. Yeah. 
well, hopefully this helps some people, um, you know, they can hear that other people are kind of going through the same things that they are going through. And hopefully we gave them some good ideas to help them with their cabin fever and their anxiety. <laughs> right. Exactly. And if and nothing else, you know that you're not alone. <laughs> right. We're, yes. Exactly. We're all on this crazy uh, apocalyptic boat together. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Beware of the zombies. <laughs> Beware of the zombies. They got me twice tonight, apparently. <laughs> I love you, Stacy. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Don't get eaten by zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Stacy? Stacy, I mentioned zombies and then you're gone. Stacy! Hello? A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho